This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, why not? Let's do a podcast. This is what they pay us to do. Al, what's up, man? I heard, oh, hi, Jerry. I heard a uh, country music song on the radio coming in uh, called uh, Beers on Me by All right. Dirks Bentley. It's very good. I da- I immediately put it on my Spotify yeah. list. But these songs about various alcohols yeah. are so easy to write. Of course they are. But they're catchy. Which is why they're successful. The whole concept of this song is... Come to the bar, Beer's I'll buy you a drink. Right. Uh, you had a rough week, buy you a drink. No excuses. If you don't show up, that's on you because I'm buying. Isn't it it am- costs you nothing. Isn't it amazing, too, how we're in a day and age where alcoholism and drug addiction yes. is at the forefront, and yet all these country songs, and only because I've been listening to them, too, this summer. Yes. Uh, everything is about just popularizing alcohol. Yes. And drinking. And listen... I'm the first one to say on a nice Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday, play the song and give me a drink. I'm good. But there are people that really struggle with it, and I wonder how that affects their fandom. Yes. I've often thought that if you're in AA, there is no way you can listen to a country music. You can. It's, Every other song's about alcohol. There's so many tequila songs. I know. So many beer songs. To the point where, like, when Dirk Bentley wrote this song about beers on me, he had a... he. He must send that to somebody, and then they have to go searching all the songs. On has someone done this already? Sure. Oh, unless it's a, an original that you wrote, of course. Right, but I'm saying, like, even an original that you wrote, that they have to go through and go. There's been so many country songs written. Is there one with the chorus "Beers on Me"? I like, suppose. Yeah. And when there isn't, you think, "Wow, no one's." Like, I'm trying to think of to like write a country song. What could I write about about having beers or tequila? Like, why? See, I, I want to have... say something, but Eddie's going to pull it. Right. I, I can't. Yes, I hear what you're saying. You know, what I find funny is I have three different songs titled "Heat Wave" in your in, Spotify. In my Spotify, yeah. Um, oh, damn it! Who that? I'll, I'll pull them up. Martha One is, and the Vandellas. Uh, Martha and the Vandellas, the classic from like the '60s. Correct. There's a it's new like one. A heat at, wave. There's a relatively new one right now. I'm it's trying, a cover or is it's it the a... Glass Animals? Who the hell sings oh, it? Oh, yes. Yep. Is that Glass right? Glass Animals. Yep. Glass Animals. They have a song called Heat Wave. Different song, but same title. Correct. Uh, there is Martha and the Vandellas, and there's one other one, and I'm, I can't find it. It might be Heat Wave as opposed to Heat Waves. I just have to find it, but there are three different people uh, sing sung the song. So all, right? They're all different, but same title. Heat Wave. Yeah. Pretty funny. Mm-hmm. How about that? Hi, yeah. <laughs> How about that? Let's yeah, see. so I like that. Uh, Dirk Bentley. Drinks on me. Drinks on me. If you I, don't I'm show gonna... up, Jerry, it's not on me. It's on you. I'm going to look into this. Because the beers are cold and the drinks are on me. This is what they say. There was a guy. There's a guy who takes a verse in that song. I, f- I think his name is Hardy. Oh, Linda Ronstadt. Uh, that's a cover of Heat Wave then, isn't it? Oh, is it? that true? I believe so, yes. See, I, that one I don't have on here. I saw it come up. Yeah. So that's the same one as the Martha and the Vandellas I believe one? so, yes. Got it. Okay, I didn't realize. So in this Dirk Bentley song, they he trades verses with uh, two other du- two other dudes, and one of the guys' name is Hardy, and he sounds like Uncle Cracker. And it made me think, where is Uncle Cracker? Okay, yes. You remember Uncle, Uncle Cracker? He yes. had uh, hit songs with Kid Rock. He had his own hit songs. Yep. He, had hits, he had hit songs with uh, Kenny Chesney. Right. The guy was all over the place. 
a number of years ago. Yeah. Uncle Cracker, Jerry. Where is like where did he go? You just randomly were thinking of this? Well, because this guy sounds like Uncle Cracker. And right. I first I thought I was like, oh, some they brought back Uncle Cracker. But it's a guy, it's a different dude who sounds like Uncle Cracker. So how'd your so, uh, research go? Well, I did research Uncle Cracker and he uh when did you have time? <laughs> I did research Uncle Cracker. I just checked his Wikipedia page. He has so many kids with what money? I don't know. I listen. Your Uncle Cracker. One of his big hits was Drift Away, which is a cover. So he didn't get any of the money. He didn't write Drift Away. So that's know. not his. I have Kenny no idea. Chesney is involved in the other one. He probably took that money. <laughs> Kid Rock probably took the money from the other Uncle Cracker songs. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand where anybody gets their money from. I really don't. Like guys like 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 to me, Uncle Cracker is a perfect a perfect example. Guy had some hits. In the 90s. Right. We're 2021 right now. I was going to say that. Yep. So I looked. He has. He's married twice. Okay. So he had like three kids with one marriage, two kids with another marriage. The other woman he married has her own two kids. Who's feeding these kids with what Uncle Cracker money? I don't know. So they're saying as of September. My goodness. I mean, and who knows if this is. These are. You like to use the word Fugazis. Fugazis. Multiple websites yeah. have his net worth at between five and six million dollars. Uncle Cracker. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. I'm just telling you. I mean, you. I suppose he could go out and play gigs, right? He's my age. Probably gets a couple thousand dollars a show. I would think he does. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think, like if Uncle Cracker, if I saw right now that Uncle Cracker was playing at the Stone Pony inside, you know, because he couldn't fill the outside Stone Pony. He couldn't? No. 4,000 seats, no. He could fill the inside, 2,000, okay. 1,500, maybe. So Would he's I, not doing MetLife Stadium. No. Would I go see Uncle Cracker? And I might. He did have some good tunes. So he's still releasing music. No one's hearing it. Yeah, Sorry. no, no. I'm not correct. I'm not saying. It's very interesting as you as you look through this. What other, what songs he's did he he's a have? DJ, too. Well, that's how he got started. Right, he was a DJ for Uncle Crack, for could, uh, Kid Rock. He could still be doing that. They make money. You think he's DJing somewhere, Uncle very Cracker? Po- I think it's possible. I wouldn't If be anyone surprised. knows Uncle Cracker, have him reach out to me. Just like, <laughs> I need to know his uh, financials, <laughs> what his income is, <laughs> what his outcome is. I am fascinated by that with various people in my life. Sure. What do they make? What do their bills look like? Isn't I- it funny, though, how... Celebrities and athletes and pro athletes. It's like it's almost like our right to know. Yes. It is my right. You'd never ask your friends I know, or I'd your love parents to. or right. your brothers and sisters what they make. Right, and I would love to, but it's it's a taboo subject. It's almost like it's too personal. I'd love to be like to like family members. What do you what do you clear in a year? What's your mortgage? <laughs> You got a car payment? What's your car payment? I think that, yeah, I don't think those are a big deal. I think asking someone what they make yeah. is too personal. You don't think asking somebody what their mortgage payment is? No, I don't. Like if I, when Gio comes in tomorrow morning, like he comes in the last break of the warm up show. Yeah. If I went over to him, like, what are, you, what are you paying a month in your mortgage? You don't think that's off the charts? Question? It, I can't speak for other people. Yeah. I have zero issue with it. I'd be happy to tell you what my pro- property taxes are, what my down payment was on my mortgages. Well, property rate, taxes we could we could look up interest right, rate. I'm just saying. But like, I think I like if I were to say, Jerry, what's your monthly nut for your house? That but even is, okay, but even based on you can also look up what I paid for my house. Right, that's true too. All you got to do is assume most people are putting twenty percent down. Right, and then just figure it out, and then do the math. That's why it's not like a big mystery. That's I'd be true. Happy to tell. I don't care. That's true, Jerry. Plus, you the other thing you don't know is like if I were to look it up, it goes, "How does Jerry afford that house?" You don't know what you made on your previous house to then put on a down payment. That's true too. You know what I mean? That is very compound true. interest, Jerry. You never know. You never know. I got to get. It. Would you do a guest spot with Uncle Cracker on the post game podcast if we could get a hold of him and just ask him what's he made? No, but it sounds like the perfect Al's boring podcast back for <laughs> one episode. I'm really. I love musical guests. I'm really not interested. We're in here that. with Uncle Cracker. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm sorry. Doesn't do it for me. I, I'm not saying I don't dislike him. I don't right. like him. I, but, I have nothing to ask. Him. If we're gonna break the mold of no guests, you don't want it to be with Uncle Cracker. I don't. Right. What would it be? I want to talk to Sean T. You know who I want to talk to. Sean T? The exercise guy. Fascinating life. 
Hmm. That's who I want to talk to. What if we got Uncle Cracker and Sean T on the same show? Fine. You get the first half hour with Uncle Cracker. <laughs> I get the second half hour with Sean T. We're here with Uncle Cracker. Uh, stand by in a few minutes. Jerry's going to sit down with Sean T, the yes. exercise And in the meantime, guru. let's go. Suicide drills. Suicide drills for me and Uncle Cracker. That's it. I like to compete me and Uncle Cracker against you and Sean T in some physical challenges. <laughs> I think we'd win. I don't have I have no idea what kind of shape Uncle Cracker's in these no, days. No, but I saw Jerry. you trying to do insanity. Yeah, that's true. I, I'd win. You think Kid Rock still talks to Uncle Cracker? That was actually a big question on uh, on Google. Oh, really? When you search Uncle Cracker, like the third question down is, are are they still friends? Right. I didn't. I didn't look at the responses. He seemed to be really good friends with Kenny Chesney. That dude is always puts out hit records. When he tours, he tours stadiums still. Like nice. Kid Rock ain't playing stadiums. No, he played Doesn't he like screaming people racist things. Lately? He did at the last uh, shows oh, he was doing great. in like a that's bar. Yeah, it didn't go well. Good so Lord. like you got to distance yourself from Kid Rock. You oh got to hook God. back up with Uncle. With, people uh, are nuts, man. With Kenny Chesney, uh, we were talking a little bit today about uh, whether you would. Uh, it came up that Geo's selling a used couch. Yeah, and would you purchase a used couch? I would not. I would not either. No chance. Is there any time in your life that you would have? No. Me neither. In my life, no. yeah. Because as I was saying, even if I didn't have money to buy a couch... I'd rather go to Kmart back in the day and correct. buy a cheap couch. I would buy the cheapest yeah. couch imaginable, Yeah, more so than buying a really nice couch that's used. Think about the drool that's on that couch, yep. the sweat, the God knows what else is coming out of your body, the stench. It's just... No, it's too personal. Yeah. It's like saying, would you buy a, take a mattress from someone? No. No. Of course not. And yet, people sell used mattresses. I'm sure. There's butt sweat on a couch. Right. You think about it because you know a lot of people are doing the nasty on it. Or God knows pleasuring themselves on it. That could be the case too. I mean, sitting no, I bare ass on it. Not, I wouldn't even take it for free. Yeah, me no. neither. No, no, no. But yet we'll go. And he's selling his? He's or... selling his. He's not making enough money. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the damn thing. No, the hassle. It, it is. The hassle alone. And then people got to come to your house. Right. Come on. Gee, just get rid of it. Yeah. Donate it. There you go. To a nice cause. You could do that. So um, what about, though, like you'll sit on the couch in a hotel? I don't feel like you get the beer farts. <laughs> you don't? I don't. Well. Because you think when people. Here's the. Is this but, the difference? You you if you go sit in a hotel couch, you're only right. going to be there a little bit. I agree. You're it's, not going to be sitting there for eight hours watching football on a Sunday for eighteen straight weeks, farting all. into and it. And plus, exactly. And plus, I could probably count on one hand how many times I've actually sat on the couch in a hotel room. Right. Maybe you put your sneakers on. With yeah. Me, you I, I actually use it as a as a coat hanger. Yeah. Everything goes on it, and it is what it is. But no, I mean, and like even if you go into like the furniture store, people sit on them, but that's not the couch you're getting. Right. They get one in a box. So, you know, even that's fine. But I'm not buying it or taking it. Or you go to a doctor's office, you sit in the waiting room, you might sit on a chair, sure. sit on a couch. I mean, not for nothing. How many times have we all, you know, taken naps on this massage chair? Oh, that's disgusting. There's going to be head lice on that chair for Christ's yeah. sake. The amount of uh, WFAN employee oh. sweat on the. Yeah, mine included. Yeah. But now, mine, not since I. Oh, no, you know, maybe when we first moved in here. Astoria, I was in that many yeah. times. Harris Allen used to sleep on that a yeah, lot. That's great. Which, uh, by the way, I ran into him this past weekend. Where? Friday afternoon. Bradley Beach? He and his girlfriend no were kidding. walking on the boardwalk of Bradley Beach when I, I got out when I went to walk whimsy. Why? How's he doing? He's doing well. He looks great. That's awesome. His girlfriend really wanted to pet my dog, but my dog is not interested got it. in people. Unfortunately, I tried to explain. I hear you. Because it looks poorly on me, like, that I didn't socialize the dog, which is Actually true. Actually seems to be just the way I'd expect it. The dog ignoring people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, so it was nice. He said to say hello to everyone. That's awesome. He seems to be doing well. They were down in uh, Asbury Park. Very cool. Uh, just having a good time for themselves. Good. I'm glad he's enjoying life. He does. He was in a Mets hat, a Mets shirt. Like, he looked very Mets, very into the Mets. That's awesome. Miss Harris. Attractive girlfriend. That's I would great. Thought, when I walked away, I thought it hey, good for, good for him. No, oh, it's all the Harris Allen money. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny, isn't it? How you? Th- I was thinking about this driving in. Yeah. You know, for years and years, and I'm I'm even going back just to when I started here, and forget all the years after that or prior to that, but like the time frame we're working in now was dominated by Don Imus and then Howard Stern. 
And it's like, I wonder if they ever sat there and were able to take a moment to appreciate what they were going through as they were going through it as time was passing to where I'm looking at us now and saying, you know, Boomer's done this for how many years now? 15? This is starting year 15. And for me, I mean, in January, I'll be at this radio station 25 years. A lot of people move on after 10 or 12 or 13. And you sit there and say, like, when is the end? And are you appreciating every day? And I don't know that I can answer yes or no to that. I mean, I feel like I try to. But it's like these these walls have had greatness come and go. Mm-hmm. And then when you're gone, you're just gone. Yes. And I'm not saying no one thinks about Don Imus anymore. I'm sure right. his hardcore fans probably still do. But he, like, ruled mornings for a while until he got overtaken by Howard Stern. And even after that, still made a fortune for the station and was still very successful. And he's gone. It's like, it, I don't want to say not like it existed, because it did. Right. But it's almost like, did it really happen? Well, it's like Mike and Chris. Right. We don't think about them every How day. How many years? And now Chris, and who I do listen to a little bit on satellite, not often, because I listen to Craig and Evan mostly. But it's like, Mike and the Mad Dog, they ruled. And they're gone. Right. That's it. It's over. Well, like, I think we'll of that, be over one day. Oh, I think of that when uh, Craig got arrested. Yeah. I thought... This show, I never thought that the show could take that kind of a hit. Me neither. And keep going. I did not think that was possible. And here we are. But I always go back to this interview I heard of John Stewart on with Howard Stern. He was being interviewed. And he It was when he was uh, quitting doing the Daily Show. Right. And he said, you know, it's... Uh, he said when, you know, because people are like, oh, John Stewart, we love the Daily Show. He's like, people... When Oprah announced she was leaving, he said people were like, how are we going to move on? How are we going to that? And they're like, oh, Ellen. Hi, Ellen. They immediately moved right move on. on to Ellen. Yeah. Everybody's replaceable. Everybody. Yes. I know. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Yes. It makes you think, then, why do people make the money they make? Like, why not just pay question. everybody what you want? Oh, you don't like it? We'll move on. Right. It's, it is weird. Especially now in in this area in particular mm-hmm. it's not like there there's a lot of um well i guess there's content competition right sure but if if geo went to the radio station and said i demand this or i'm leaving where's he going right there's not a lot of play it's not like you work at target and you can go to 17 other right. stores or 170 other stores there's not a lot of opportunity right that is true very true I mean, there are a lot of now, there's a lot of different uh, podcasts, and but it's it's not the level of like what WFAN is. Sure. Even if the money is at the level, because a lot of these places will pay to get people over. But JJ. Right. Got right, paid right, right. to basically leave, and I mean, I don't even hear him anymore. We don't think about him. You don't. I mean, I'm sure he's got his following, and that's awesome. But you're right. I used to listen to him every morning coming in until he went to nights, but... And then all of a sudden, he's completely out of my life and out of my thought. It's like how this whole podcast started today when I was asking you about Uncle Cracker. Where's that he guy been? was on top of the world yeah. and being now Uncle he's Cracker. Child support for how many kids? Seven ch- children. Bad, not easy. Not easy. No. But Uncle Cracker was on top of the world. But that was the one thing about radio that I think is different than everything else is that radio is every day. So if you're doing a show, you're showing up here every day. So you can. You can change as the world changes slowly, right? Sure. The world changes I think slowly, we have. you change slowly. Yeah. When you're somebody who's on TV or you do a TV show or you're a musician who makes music and then you disappear to make your next album and you're gone for a year, gone for two years, you're on tour, and you go, it, then the world changes and you didn't change. So I always thought radio was very adaptable like that. So like when Craig got picked up and arrested, if we went away for a year and we're like, oh, we're coming back next year, it wouldn't have survived. It would have been very difficult. But when you still have to come, the day Craig was arrested, we did a show. Yeah. The day after we did a show. It like continuous. I, I think that's what's cool about radio is that it is there every day. And that's why I think there are radio guys that can last a long time. Yeah. There's like, there's no, the clock is just continuous. Yes. It doesn't stop for any, time doesn't stop for anybody. It does feel very strange to me that we do four hour shows. Like that, that has changed 
my perception of like radio shows, like the way we do things now, which is, you know, podcasting and episodic things. And I know uh, you think two is, I think three is the perfect number. Yeah. And then they're doing five in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, I know most days they're done at 620. I get it. But there are open Yankee days, and pretty soon when baseball's over, they're going two to seven. Yes. That's a lot. That is God almighty. I remember Mike doing one to 630 by himself. I I don't know how he got through those shows. That's a grind is what it is. And and now having, I think I've had a pretty good sample size now of doing shows. Yeah. No thanks. I mean, every day. Four hours, five hours, three. Yeah, okay. It's weird. Two to three is good. Man, four or five hours is a long time. That's why, like, I was fighting with people yesterday on uh, Twitter, which I, I do enjoy the I enjoy the discourse. Yeah, there were people saying, "Oh, you know," because yesterday was Monday. It was after Mets Yankees Subway Series. Yeah, nine eleven uh, tribute game, the NFL season first Sunday. And there was a moment where Boomer and Gio were not talking about any of those things. And people were immediately like, what What are we? I'm like, it's a four-hour show. If for f- three minutes or five minutes they're not talking about that. But then I thought, well. That comes to the immediacy, though, of the of the medium. Right. So if somebody only gets that five minutes, they didn't get. Correct. The sports. I remember watching Mike and Mike in my hotel room when I was on the road. I think I was at Michigan State with Rutgers a few years ago. Well, it was right before they broke up. It was still Mike and Mike, though. I think it was. It was my first. I think it was my first year with Rutgers. And I remember their show. I had it on the whole morning. The show's on repeat. It was basically not the exact same hour. The hours differed a little bit. But every top was basically the same headline story. And they basically said the same thing. Changed it a little bit. And then the middle part was the middle part where they brought the anchor in to kind of do things. And he pretty much did the same thing every hour. And then the back. And I'm like, that's weird. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? If you're listening at six, you're not listening at nine. Correct. If you're listening at seven, you're not listening at 830. And it's yeah. a weird thing, though. I, I've said this to you for years, 10, 12 years I'm doing this now, however long with you. I feel weird if I play the same stuff every hour because I don't feel like I'm doing my job. But I remember Craig saying once, why would you not play that every hour? Right. Because now the guy that listens in the 7 o'clock hour didn't hear the good stuff from 6. But then I feel like I'm cheating the show by not doing other stuff. Right. It's Weird. Like if you could do a great hour, like really refine sure. your hour from 6 to 7 yeah. of what you're going to do that morning. And then do it again from 7 to 8. Tweak some things that right. didn't work, but essentially do similar things. And then again in the eight o'clock hour, tweak it. Right. Nine the problem o'clock is you don't get the it. same reaction. That's the problem with how hard it is to do. Right. Like I've been, I've been, I've sat in the chair enough where we go through a show and then at nine o'clock you kind of reset. And I've even boomer look at me like I said this already. Right. And I get it. I know. Yes, I know. Right. That's the hard part. Is to is and the reason why it's not done is the host engagement and being able to do it with the same energy and the same enthusiasm and say the same or similar things. One's natural, one's forced. Yeah. And that's when that's when it becomes a problem. So, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. We're breaking it down, Jerry. Break it down. All right, let's do the warm-up show. Really broke that down. We broke that down uh, once again. We'll be back here tomorrow, Wednesday. You're filling in for Boomer. Boomer's out tomorrow. Oh, okay, right. I thought our vacations were over with. No, I got two weeks left still to take. Two weeks? Well, almost. I got nine days. By the way, I have good news for you. What's that? We are a little more than 48 hours away from Giants football. Jerry. <laughs> I cannot That's wait for the warm-up show Friday morning. 58 hours away. Yeah. <laughs> Watch them win like 6-3. <laughs> I would not be surprised. I would either. Would not be surprised. Nor would I. I would be surprised if this warm-up show was not awesome. Because I recall it was. We'll see you tomorrow. So, eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, 
so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, Okay, Google. Play WFAN. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't All right, suck. what do you say? Here we go. It's Tuesday, not quite a football Monday, but instead of football Tuesday, baseball, well, whatever else you got on your mind, we got the Eddie Scazzeri here, and along for me, or ahead for me, or across for me, whatever word I'm looking for, because quite frankly, I didn't sleep much last night. His name is Al Derek Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. So I was uh, in driving in today, every morning I'll I'll click on the uh, traffic reports yeah. just to see, you know, sometimes the Holland Tunnel. Like open t- today. Like today it was open for some reason. Which is weird because the signs on the Pulaski Skyway said it was closed. <laughs> right, So and it's normally closed. Yeah. But uh, the first traffic report I listened to, the guy was talking so fast and mumbling, and I was like, did he say, he's like, oh, the, um, uh, George Washington Bridge uh, inbound and... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, what did he say? That I'm like, I, I think he said the Hudson, uh, what's it called? The Holland Tunnel was yeah. open. Then I put on another report. And there he is again. A different guy. But oh. this was AM radio, and I'm so far away. So it was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, the George was inbound. Wow, you had to listen to a few of these. I listened to three of them. <laughs> See, if you listen to 1010 Wins and 880, you get the same guy. Okay, so I listened Jeff Jensen this morning. Yeah, so Jeff Je- and I think Jeff Jensen was also on the 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 satellite. You're kidding one. me? No, I think he does all of them. Wow. But the problem with some of them in the overnight, they're I think they're recorded. So if, no, they're live. Okay, so but I know the one on satellite recorded because be. it, it it runs in a loop. So if it's if you can't hear it once, you ain't gonna hear it twice. Exactly. So I'm like, let me try it again. I'm gonna focus on when he says Holland Tunnel. I know it's the like, ones. On 880 and 1010 are live because they talk to them. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the ones on the satellite are on a loop. Yes. Unlike so if, John Minko, who used to talk to a tape, so you would think that the show was live. Oh, on a I Sunday see. morning right? with Bob Salter. Yeah, ah. Bob Salter would start introducing him, and Minko would talk to him. Is that right? To try and make it sound live. Oh, hey, Bob. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. true. That's Dummy. why we have the best, Karen Stewart, although I haven't heard her voice. Is she still... Here? She was back yesterday. She's back yesterday. All right. Really made an impression on you. I like her. She's clear. She's nice and clear, Jerry. She is. Yes, she is. Uh, it was a very exciting Monday night football game last night, Jerry. It happened very late, though. Very late. I mean, the fourth. So the Raiders beat the Ravens 33-27 in overtime, Jerry, yeah. which means that game got over very late. Now, the start of the fourth quarter, look at the final score, 33-27. The fourth quarter started 17-10. How about that? So a lot of action. Mm, Yeah, big fourth quarter. Big fourth quarter and then an interesting uh, overtime. I do love Derek Carthro's floaters. He's a floaters. He's a finesse quarterback, Jerry. He's He's a good quarterback. He's not going to gun it in in a tight spot like John Elway. That overtime touchdown he threw to win the game was just a float. He just threw a floater. I like it. Because I, I feel like I could catch a floater. I feel like I could catch a floater. Not going to break your hands, right? Yeah. And I feel like I could throw a floater. I hear you. He's you know what? we don't watch him, but he's one of those guys. A damn good quarterback. Not right. great, but he's a really good quarterback. And he's playing for a team that is never good enough. We'll see about this year. That, right. And that stadium looked awesome. I it thought. did look awesome. The Raiders in Las Vegas. I kind of feel like the Raiders are back now. From one game. From one game, Jerry. Okay. You say they're going to overtake uh, the Chiefs. Uh, no. Okay. Because to me, their back means they're going to be like maybe division winners. They might split with the Chiefs. I suppose they could. The Chiefs I are doubt weird. it, but I suppose they could. The Chargers. The Ch- Right. I, they're in the, such a tough division. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. The Raiders should try to get in another division. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. Chiefs, right. I mean, look at that, Jerry. The <laughs> AFC West. You got the Chiefs. You got the Chargers. Yeah. You got the Raiders. Who's the last? Broncos? Uh, Denver, yeah. Yeah. Who looked pretty good Sunday. Right. Doesn't mean they're a great team, but that's a very competitive division. Very competitive yeah. division. And so, I think they all won over the weekend. I think nine and eight. 
the They're Raiders. Back. <laughs> the Raiders are going to win all twelve games. Twelve games. That's right. Raiders gonna, are going to go twelve and five. They're going to split with the Chiefs. They're going to split with the Chargers. They're going to sweep the Broncos, Jerry. Okay. I might be on Team Raiders. Wow. You know how I like to change teams every once in a no, while? No, you? Really? Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. But I might go on the Raiders bandwagon now. Now i got to pull up the Raiders. Their commitment to excellence. Well, it hasn't been there for three decades. But I yes. think, but I think the John Gruden, Derek Carr, Raider thing is happening now. Like, we all wanted it to happen right away because it was, you know. It, well, it took Gruden time to kind of get some, back into it. It took him some time, Jerry, and I think he's back. Well, we'll see. He might be. I mean, yeah. or they might be, I should say. Let's see. All right, so here we go. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah. All right. All right, so their next game, and we're not going to go through all of them. Okay. I'm just going to highlight a couple of them. You know, about the, you know about the division games. I do know about the They've got to go to Pittsburgh this week. All right. Oh, this week. I don't like that. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you just said the Raiders are back. <laughs> they do have, oh, they have the NFC East. Oh, okay. So they play the Giants. I know That's a win. They play in Dallas. They play Washington at home, and they play in Phil. No, they play Philadelphia at home. Oh, wow. And Washington at home. The Raiders. I yeah. love when the Raiders are good, Jerry. That's there's certain teams in the NFL that need to be good. The Raiders is one of them. Well, it's Steelers, better, yeah. Cowboys. I gotta tell you, Dolphins. It's not a daunting schedule. Not daunting. It's not because aside from the division games, all right. Yes, you got to play these next two are hard in Pittsburgh, and then they play Miami, who looked pretty good right. yesterday. Um, Chicago, Philly, the Giants. Yeah. Cincinnati. I might be on Team Raider. They do play in Cleveland. I, I'll say ten and seven. All right, I'm and I would them, say that that'd be a playoff spot. I'm giving them twelve wins. Twelve and five. Twelve and five, Jerry. So what are the Chiefs going to be? Know. Sixteen and one. <laughs> no, Chiefs are going to lose three games. So the Chiefs will be fourteen and three. The Raiders twelve and five. Yeah. What are the Chargers going to be? Twelve and five. Also, <laughs> it's going to be a very winning. Uh, it's going to be one of those situations, Jerry. Where we get some scrub team winning one of the other divisions. And, like the NFC East? <laughs> yeah. And then somebody in the NFC West is going to have an 11-win a, a season and not make the playoffs. So do you, I was going to say, so you think we'll have a 10 or an 11-win team, especially with yeah. the extra game, that will not make the playoffs. Yes. And the NFC East will go down to the final weekend where one team is 8-8 yep. eight and eight that needs to win to win the division. Correct. Possible. I think that's going to happen. I think the Raiders are going to get screwed this year, Jerry. You just said they're going 12-5. and five. I know, but I don't think they're going to win. 12-5 uh, and five will make the playoffs. No, 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 no. no. Time out. 12-5 and five will make the playoffs. All right. It has to. I somehow have three teams in the AFC West winning, winning 12, 12 games or more. <laughs> Right, which means no one else in the AFC is winning any games. <laughs> That's correct, Jerry. Holy cow. It, this, it's so weird that it's just one extra game, but the seven, it seems so, I don't know why. It seems like so much more. Yeah. Like I hear 12 and 5. My like, God, that sounds like a lot That's of games. a lot of games. It seems like it. And they're yeah. going to add another one, I'm sure, in the next couple of years. And the Raiders won last night in overtime, even after Derek Carr threw a pick in the end zone in overtime. I mean, this is exciting stuff, Jerry. Too bad it happens stay at up and watch it? 1 o'clock in the morning. I watched it this morning. Did you get any of the Manning, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning things? I saw Andrew Marshawn write about yeah. that the first half was a train wreck, basically. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I did not get that vibe. I didn't, I watched clips of it. Yeah. So I didn't watch it live. Based on the Twitter reaction, I did not get that vibe that Andrew Marshawn was saying it was a train wreck. People seem to see, like it. I shouldn't it. use that word. He no, he said may have used that word. He, he got, got it to a really rough start. Yeah, I, I did not uh, sense that from the Twitter crowd. Right. Although I, you know, I watched some clips. Eli Manning's corny. I'm not sure I'm interested He's always in been. him. Like, I'm not pay- interested in it at all, personally. No, no not at all. People did no. seem to like it, although it's too. I find it way too distracting. It is like if you're there to watch the game. I want to watch the game. Like yeah. the clips I saw, and I didn't watch it. The clips I saw this morning, it's like shut up and just watch the game. Yeah. I can't do this. Plus, they got a guest. They were talking to Ray Lewis. It's too much. They're interviewing guys. They were talking to Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Wilson. Didn't they have Charles Barkley on? Charles Barkley like, was on. Right. Yeah. No. It's not. I'm not saying you wouldn't like it. It's yeah. not for me. I'll pass. That's yeah. a hard pass for me. It's like reinventing the wheel. I don't need to reinvent the NFL. I'm watching it anyway. Yeah. I might be interested in them talking football and showing clips. I don't know that I want it for a live game. Here's where where I'll watch it. Titans-Bears. Right. Because I'm bored by the game. So I might watch it. But if you're going to tell me I got Cowboys-Giants on, just keep your mouth shut and let me watch the game. I, I can't deal with that. Not working. 
Would you be upset if you were Steve Levy and you were doing the game on ESPN? I, I, I wouldn't be thrilled. And they were throwing a competitive broadcast yeah, uh, I, I, yes. on your same network? I think that's very fair to say because weird. especially if you are the one that is supposed to be the broadcast face of Monday Night Football and then your boss comes and says, by the way, just so you know, we got an alternate, you know, just for other people that might not be interested in you is essentially what they're saying. <laughs> in case you bore everyone. And it's not even like we're just going to put another team on. It's Peyton Manning. Right. Yes, that would annoy me. Because you're cutting the audience down for sure. But it's also weird, like Peyton Manning, like take a network job if that's what you want to do. I'm with you. I don't find Peyton Manning as interesting as everyone else does. I think he's good. I mean, I'm not saying he's not, but I don't, I'm not like, oh, Peyton Manning, I got to watch. I'm, uh, whatever. Are you excited about Greg Olson in the booth? Because no. people seem to love that too, for whatever no. reason. He was fine. It, he, to me, it didn't was nothing different. He was yeah. he was good, you know, nothing bad. I'm not going to say any, but it's not like again. I'm not going to look at the schedule and say, "All right, what game is Greg Olson watch, uh, doing?" Because I got to watch it. <laughs> no, I'm not. It, it doesn't mean a damn thing to me. I don't care if it's Tiki doing a game. Greg Olson, no offense, Tiki. Greg Olson. I, now, if you bring Madden and Summerall back, well, we got something. But you know what I'm saying. Yes. And even as much as I love Buck and Aikman, if there are two games on, it's going to be which game I'm more interested in, not the announcers. In no way, shape, or form will I ever watch a game for the announcers. So the announcers can hurt a game for you, but won't necessarily make you watch a game you weren't interested in. They don't even hurt a game for me. I don't, don't. It doesn't phase me. I think they can enhance a game. But they're never going to ruin a game for me. They just don't. That's I don't. True. I've never been one, and this goes back to the Mike and the Mad Dog days. And Eddie can attest to this. People used to just go nuts over the announcers. It's like, well, watch the game. Who cares what they're saying? Doesn't mean anything to me. What if I told you you could watch a game with Peyton and Eli Manning commenting the whole time? Not instead? interested. I'm not interested. That you're not interested in? No, I'm not interested. Yeah, I was actually surprised there was more Twitter buzz. About it, because I thought people... I completely forgot about it. Yeah. I had one guy ask me on Twitter if I watched it. Yeah. No. Not interested. Not interested. No. Nope, nope. That's the only broadcast I'll put it on, but I'm not going to go find it. They're not even on every week, those guys. Great. Right? I didn't even know that. I thought they were. No. They're only doing select games. Yeah, you know why? They don't want to do the Bears or the Titans. (laughs) That could be true. I know. I saw Eli... uh, I saw Peyton Manning putting helmets on last night. He was doing these call and plays at the line. Isn't that what Peyton's place is for? Eli All that Manning goofy stuff was Eli Manning just kept making references to Peyton Manning's big head. Like this was the running gags. That was the joke. Yeah. Well, I did read in Marshan's column that ESPN called Peyton at halftime and basically said, uh, "Let's do some football." Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what Mar- that's what his article said. That the president of ESPN or whoever was in charge of it basically called him and said, "Yeah, let's uh, let's dial us back a little bit." And kind of gave him a, a little critique. Ooh, a little talking to, to Which Peyton apparently was very receptive to. So Is they said, right? and I, again, I didn't see it. I'm going by the article. Right. They said first half, second half, very different. Mm-hmm. I wonder who has to make that call to Peyton. You said the president of ESPN? Yeah. Right. Um, well, I can tell, I give you the name exactly if you give me one second. I would love it was, to know I want to say exactly. it was in the second paragraph or the third paragraph of the article. Because the headline, just watch it. There's oh, no audio fires here. The article, and not only that, if you go to New York Post and you go to the sports page, it's the top thing. Like The Andrew Marshawn critique? Yeah. The headline is, Peyton Manning salvaged a rough start to his Monday night football debut with Eli. And then if I go to Andrew Marshawn's column, it goes, by halftime, ESPN's senior VP of production, Lee Fitting, suggested to the Mannings to focus more on football. Peyton, we're told, was receptive. Hey, Peyton, this is Lee Fitting. Zip it. Stop being stupid. <laughs> Stop being stupid and let's go. Let's do some football. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go. I mean, that's it's an, it was an interesting start, I guess you could say. I did see another Andrew Marshawn of the New York Post column that I went to click on. It yeah. goes, uh, you have to be a New York Post Plus subscriber. Since went, when? Since that just started. And goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. Mm, oh, I see. Is that the Drew Brees one? Yeah. I see the uh, the lock. If you think I'm paying no. to read an article about Drew Brees, zero. Oh my God, no I would thanks. maybe pay if the article referenced me. Right, of course, but of course I'm not, you would. Drew Brees not the interested. show. Right, I'll go. Uh, there's a million articles. Here's about where you Drew would Brees. pay. You, you were the show, or yeah. Craig, right? Moose and Maggie, you're out. I'm out. Sal, you're out. out. Uh, Chris about, Moore, out. If it's about me, I'm in. Steve Summers, you're not interested. Out. 
It's got to be Al Dukes, Boomer and Geo, or Craig Carton. Yes, then I'm. I'm listening. not even sure if it's about Evan. You'd go. No. Not right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, tried to. I, I wanted to listen to them yesterday, and the freaking Yankee game was on. Uh, Yankee game wasn't. Did they come on at they all did. after? They, they came did. on at uh, like after six. six? Yeah, it was after wow. six. That's a long time to and wait. They went ripping through some things, and, uh, and that was it. I got a little bit of it though. I had to. I had the speaker on in my shower. In I have a bath fitter. I have an Alexa in there. Do you really? Not like in my bathroom. Well, I don't know if they, they, they sell one. waterproof speakers. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have to go that. That little uh, dot. Yeah, the Echo yeah, Dot. I got that home. That's a. That's a please. It's, it's all right for talk. It is. I had to set it up, though. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I mean, if, it's enough. It fits nicely in the bathroom. So I listen to uh, Carton and Roberts on there when I'm showering at 6 p.m. <laughs> Before you go to bed. <laughs> Two hours after I ate my dinner. <laughs> You are like a 90-year-old Oh, man. yeah, definitely. I hadn't even gone to the Cornhole League yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but Eddie's already passed out at 6 yeah. o'clock. You're jumping in the shower to go to bed at 6 o'clock. My goodness. All right, let's take a break. Just getting started. 517, Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. Lots to do here on a Tuesday on The Fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, 25 after 5. It is the warm-up show until 6 o'clock. We take you to Boomer and G, and I start with the football there to get going. I'm waiting to see when Mr. Dukes goes to the baseball. Let's do baseball, Jerry. Did you see the umpire get hit in the face last night in the Met game? Oh, is that in the Met game? <laughs> Jesus, God. <laughs> so you did see it. <laughs> or did, did you see a headline? No, I saw a... Uh, video on Twitter, but it was not a clear video for whatever reason. <laughs> what, what, I was like, oh, I saw that. I'm just getting hit in the what face. What are you watching? on black and white TV? <laughs> no, somebody tweeted it, but it, they must have just... Uh... You didn't hear Gary Cohen talking about it with Keith Hernandez? I didn't hear that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he took it. right? He's okay, but, I mean, he took a shot. About What's funny is the poor guy is, like, 10 to 15 feet away from first base, and he's clearly focusing on the bag and when the ball's going to hit the glove. Except the ball hits his face. Who hit him? Who threw it? The shortstop for the Cardinals. Ozzie Smith? Yeah, that's who it was. Ozzie Smith. The Wizard? It was not Ozzie Smith. Wow. Good Lord. I did see that Adam Wainwright and Rich Hill was the oldest combined starting pitchers in a game ever. You know Adam Wainwright has an ear. He's got 16 wins and an ERA of 2.88. And he's old. My God. Yeah, it's, it really is amazing. Rich Hill was throwing done. floaters yesterday. Between, You're kidding, really? Between him and Derek Carr. Oh, my God. Quarterbacking and Rich Hill pitching. But what's odd is Rich Hill has had a really good season, but I can't stand watching him. It's not nothing against him. It's just exa- I feel like he's throwing batting practice even though he's not. It just doesn't, I don't know. Like, Andrew Haney actually looked the part yesterday. He pitched well. Rich Hill. Rich Hill looks like he's throwing. Remember the EFIS pitch, Gary, yes, that sure. they like throw those high pitches? Well, he throws that 68-mile-an-hour uh, curveball. Yeah. What do they call it the slurve? The slurve. Yeah. And the hitter's just sitting there having to wait for it. It looks so odd, but I guess it throws you off if you're used to of course it does. dudes throwing 90 miles an hour. I was going to say, because he can still get it up over 90, 91, yeah. 92, and then all of a sudden here comes a 68-mile-an-hour slow curveball. And he's got that. What I do like is when he drops down and throws that sidearm slider. Yeah. Tough to hit, for, especially for a lefty. Good Lord, good luck. But the Mets lost 7 nothing. They did, yeah. So uh, I am I now we were supposed to the Mets were supposed to sweep the Cardinals in order to well, you know, they needed get back to, into it. They needed to win tonight. Yeah. I mean, they, they had a Yeah. And they didn't. We so. need uh, Marcus Stroman today, Jerry. To do what? Win, I mean, baby. to do what exactly? To he pitched really rate. well last time he didn't get a win. I mean, it's uh, this team. They score 45,000 runs over with the Yankees over the weekend. And they come out and get shut out by a 90 year old. Just win, baby. Yeah. We got to do Raider style tonight. Uh, the uh, Cardinals are throwing a Jake Woodford out there. We know anything about him? I Jerry? don't. Is I he really, old also? I really don't. No, I don't think so. No. I don't know anything about him. I, you know, it's funny, too, because the Cardinals are what the Cardinals are. They're, you know, they're not bad. Edmundo Sosa is the shortstop that hit the umpire in the oh. face. That's got to hurt, getting hit in the face of the baseball. 
thrown well, by a professional. You got hit in the shin with a softball. Yeah, it did hurt. So, ball to the bone. Yeah, ball to the bone. Right gotta off your, your head. Gotta hurt. <laughs> did he and go he down was, the umpire? He was, he was bleeding. Bleeding. You said you saw this. I saw a blurry video, like the Zapruder film. Let me Google that, Jerry. I, I don't understand what. Like, did you see no. someone take use a, yeah. a video off his phone? Mm-hmm. Because the video's everywhere. All right, Jerry. And it's well, crystal clear. It is. Yes. Uh, let me let me look at this, Jerry. I, here's what I googled: ump hit. Oh, right here we go. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's like a spinning throw, way off the mark. This is like right Mar- in the cheek. Marv Alberts, wild and the wacky. Oh, by the way, the first baseman for the Cardinals doesn't even know where the. He doesn't even look 15 feet away from him. This poor ump. You're right. That is that is, is that a good guy, yeah. 10 feet away from the first baseman. That's Goldschmidt at first, yeah. Goldschmidt? Paul Goldschmidt. Oh, my god, You've heard of him? Yes. I have. Yeah, he used to play for the Diamondbacks. There you go. How about that, Jerry? Well, you're bet almost you a sports guy. I bet you didn't think that was coming in. Here's Where another. did Nolan Arenado play before he went to San Colorado? Way? Look at you. Here's the ground ball up the middle. dun 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 dun, dun Follies. Boink. That would definitely be on this week in baseball for the, like, the hilarious. Uh, oh, for sure. Other than oh, the guy. Twib. You know, twib. Yes. Other than the guy getting hit in the head. And, and you're right. It would also be late night with Marv Albert. Yes. Does anybody do that anymore? I, they don't have time the to do it, right? No, the news people aren't allowed to well, do that. Why does stuff. Bruce Beck not do that? I feel like that'd be right up his alley. Well, the, uh, who was the other guy? Len Berman used to do Spanning the, the World. Glo- yeah, I thought it was Spanning the Globe. Spanning, spanning the, world. the Globe. Yeah. Spanning the Globe, you're right. But, but he yeah. doesn't do that anymore, does no. he? They don't have any time to do anything. I know they don't. We got no time. No, I know. They got to get back to who got kicked down subway stairs and oh. who was hit with a machete at the ATM. These videos are brutal, man. Did you see the two? The two remember I told you when I came back from Florida? We had two kids behind us that, A, were just incredibly rude to their parents. On the airplane? Were fighting the whole time, yes. And they would kick Kim's chair once in a while to where I got a kick out of it, but she didn't. So there was, I think it was a Delta Fi, forget which, maybe it was JetBlue. One of the flights, two women got arrested because they went off on the kids behind them. Is that right? <laughs> they were kicking their chair the entire time. They said, listen, you punks. I don't know what they said. I just saw the headline on the first paragraph. They got arrested. God knows what the hell they said to them. They said, we were going to smack you. Oh, my goodness. Did you like when Marv Albert used to go on David Letterman and do the wild and the wacky? I didn't watch Letterman every night like you. Yes. So, no. The wild and the wacky. I never realized until recently. Yeah. Ian brought it up on the um, the podcast on SI, the same podcast where he talked about the Tom Brady thing when he was. Yeah. Were you in that week when we played? I was. The, okay. So, I actually listened to a lot of that podcast just the other day, finally. I did not realize and maybe you've told me this before, that Marv was like the go-to guest canceled. Yes. You're in the building. Come on up and help mm-hmm. us with a segment. And he was like the, he had the most appearances. Yeah, he was on a lot. Yeah, he was the, if someone canceled, Marv was right at live at five across the hall from where Letterman taped. So Same floor and everything. Clearly Marv was a household name in New York. Yeah. I, I would love to know how much <laughs> of that went to him being a household name across the country, more so than him just being the national broadcaster that he was. Right. You know, because, I mean, Letterman, I think, was huge at that time. He was huge. And to be on more than anybody else, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Marv Albert. He did things like ele- he would uh, call elevator races when they would do fun things in the hallways on Letterman. So he was the go-to man. And he- Jack Hanna was on a lot. Uh, yes, Jack the Hanna animal guy, from right? From the Columbus Zoo. Yeah. He was another good uh, guest. Hmm. That old Letterman show was terrific. The late night one. Once he moved Why was to CBS, it any different than now? Or was it because went, he was the first? Well, because when I went to CBS, it moved up from 1230 to 1130. Right. And it got too slick. It was too slickly produced. On the NBC, Almost like Wayne's World when they were able to do their yes. own thing. And then once the company came in and <laughs> exactly. they overproduced it. Overproduced it. It was just, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. It wasn't the same, Jerry. It wasn't the same. There was. I'm trying to think of the guy's name. I used to remember when I used to do Cinesport and I used to do the voiceovers at night. Yeah, there was a guy. He's a British. I can't think of his name. Dark hair, British guy. He was the late late show at 12:30, and kind of what you're saying. It seemed like there was no direction. Yes, it was just him, and he was funny as hell. And he would say and ask Colin Ferguson. No, the Colin, Colin Ferguson Colin, is the guy who Colin shot people Ferguson, on the Long Island no. Railroad. Colin. No, it's not. I don't think it's Colin. What is his name? Oh, my God. Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Not Colin. I got the Ferguson part. You did. Colin Ferguson. Craig Ferguson, who left to do some, like, uh, game show or something. 
that show, I think, is what you're talking about. In that way, that was pr- I love that show. Yeah, I need to do it anymore. Right. Once shows get too slickly produced, no good. That's why I don't like to really produce this show. <laughs> People like a non-produced casual show. Sometimes that's what I think. Yeah, to a point. Jerry, the Yankees uh, won yesterday, six five. The game we're losing five nothing in that game, and they looked dead and buried. They were losing five nothing in the third inning. Yeah, I know. We had Louis. I get, you know you give a lot of credit to Luis Hill. What did he do? <laughs> well, he gave up five runs, so not good in the beginning. Yes and no. Then he settled. He down. gave up a couple of home runs in the first inning. Yeah. They were down four nothing in a blink. But he gave. You know, this team has had pitching issues. He wound up getting through six innings and got better as the game went on, and at least held it there to allow the Yankees to kind of chip away a little bit. And then I was listening to John and Susan where they were talking about how you can't walk Gardner. You can't walk Gardner because Judge is going to come up. He's the tying run. <laughs> you know what? They walk Gardner. Now, the home plate umpire, and my friend Allen was already texting me this morning because he was pissed watching it. I thought the home plate umpire was terrible for much of the game. But there were a couple of calls, and then Baldelli gets run, and then Judge hits the home run. And that was a win that they absolutely had to have. When Baldelli got thrown out for arguing balls and strikes, that third strike, I, I forget who the hitter was that it got called on, that was high. That That's was what I'm a- saying. The, the umpire was terrible. Mm-hmm. So, it's, I mean, you want to say, I don't know. It might have been high. He missed a lot, though, throughout the game. And then Judge hit a three-run blast, Jerry, to tie it. To right. And he it claims to still be dizzy. Uh, that's weird to me because if yeah. he is, how do you put him out there? I don't know. I mean, he you got he's dizzy. You got a ninety-five mile an hour fastball coming at you. You gonna put a dizzy guy up there? Well, they checked out his vitals. They said everything's fine. He's just dizzy. Yeah, that, but, but that's concerning. The home run at dizzy, Jerry. That, yeah, that's it a problem. It is concerning. Though. That's not good. Isn't? Can you be dizzy with COVID? I think that's one of the COVID things. But I'm sure they tested him. Um, you might be right about that. I don't know. I'm sure he gets tested a lot. Yeah. And I saw the Cowboys. They get Zach Martin back, and then Randy Gregory has COVID now. Like, come on. It is, man, still everywhere. It is still everywhere. So, it's making right, people dizzy, Jerry. Take a break, maybe. 25 no, well, in front dizzy of six. That I got hit in the head with a, the, he must a, be. a throw from a Cardinal Sosa. shortstop, Sosa. Yeah, good Lord. Hmm. All right, quick break. We're coming right back on the fan. Don't go away. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sounds like something you and Booker might have played back in the day. Oh, yeah, Jerry. This I is rocking say. out. 541. Who is this? This is a sugar. Okay. They didn't have any hits. But let's play it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to break bands from the 90s, Jerry. They didn't join music? <laughs> yeah. That's actually pretty funny. Bob Mold and uh, Sugar. Bob Mold yeah. and Sugar. Sugar. They probably got some airplay on 120 Minutes on MTV, the alternative uh, rock on MTV, uh, show back in the day. Remember all I remember on MTV was Carson Daly and uh, Carson TRL. Daly. That's, Jerry, that's listen, all I remember. You, and videos. You got to be into the cool stuff. They play videos anymore? No. I don't, I don't know what goes on. on any, I don't know what goes on on any of my cable channels other than the sports ones. Yeah. I don't know what... I don't know what goes on Comedy Central anymore. Neither do VH1, I. MTV. I, you know what we watch a lot? Pop. What is pop? The pop channel. Houses on that and NCIS New Orleans. Oh, okay. So more uh, Those are two old good TV shows. shows. Yeah. And they also have, uh, what the hell is it? Scorpion, which is another old no. show, which only had a four-year run. Good show, though. All right. Entertaining. So you're into watching some of these old programs on something called pop. Yes. Um, well, yeah. Mm-hmm, sort of. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I see Mackay Becton. Uh, See you in a couple months, pal. Dislocated a kneecap. Yeah, that that sounds, sounds painful. Woo! Did it yeah. make like a... I don't know, but you knew it was something when they put the big fella on the cart. Yeah. You knew it wasn't good. They said his kneecap popped out and then popped back in. But in that process, something goes wrong. Isn't it amazing, though? Like, more guys don't get hurt. When you watch the yes. violence oh, of yeah. the game, I don't it really this... is fascinating. Uh, right. Every time now, like, when, especially when there's a situation with a guy like... Uh, 
Zach Wilson, who you you've put the Jets' future on. Yeah. Every time that dude gets hit, good luck. You better hold your hold your breath. Right. Or even like uh, Saquon Barkley, he went uh, straight up the middle and goes. It was immediately hit, and there were guys on his back, guys at his legs. He just crumbled into a pile. Like, where? What is his? Is his leg twisting? Get is up. his ankle Get twisting? Up. I yeah, know. it's very strange. Yeah, no, it's, it is a violent, brutal sport. Right, to have your kneecap pop out, snap back in. Yeah. And now we'll see you in... Uh, About four four to six weeks? Four is that to right? six or weeks. Six to eight, what is it? I don't forget. It said four to six. Four to six. And then the Jets punter, Braden Mann, he's out at least a month with a knee sprain. Well, you had the guy Amendola who Pretty did good. a really nice job. He did. He's the Jets kicker, but he's like, you know what? I could punt as well. Does Not he so get it? So how about this? If he does both. Now, Danny White back in the day played quarterback and punted. Yes, he did, So Jerry. this guy could kick and punt. Does he get a raise over the next I month? I would hope so. If they And if they do that. I'd say, listen, I save you. You get another roster spot. That's true. I'll kick uh, and punt. And he certainly showed over the weekend he can do it. Yes. You're right. Danny White, he was backup quarterback and punter. He when, was the starting quarterback. But, well, so I was, that's my question for you. When he was the starter in Dallas, did he also he punt? He did. Yeah, he would drop back and punt. Yeah, really? absolutely. How about the the Bengals had uh, Pat McNally, who was a wide receiver punter. No kidding. I don't remember yeah. him. I remember that from the, the, the Topps football card. That Interesting. Back in the 80s? Yeah. And Boomer said that's, sports. that's the guy who invented uh, those, those little figures, starting lineup figures. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. He was the punter slash wide receiver. Slash innovator. Slash innovator, That's Jerry. That's pretty good. Yep. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick will not be playing Thursday night against the Giants. Or for the next two months. Taylor Henneke. Yeah. Is that how you say his I name? I think it's Heineke, but I'm not Heineke, sure. Heineke, yeah. He's going to start Thursday night versus the Giants. I'm uh, I'm taking the... Uh, Washington. Washington. You're taking, you're taking, taking whoever, Washington. Plays the, whoever plays the Giants every week you say you're taking. Yeah, and I'm taking the under. Okay. Until they prove me wrong. So you're going Washington and the under on yeah. Thursday night. I, all right, what's the under? I think it was like 42, 40? 41, Yeah, 42. I would figure a low-scoring game yep. for these two teams. Yep. Interesting. Yep, that's must what I'm going Must win Thursday you. for the Giants? It is a must-win. You go it's down 0-2. I wouldn't call it a must-win, but it is very important. I mean, I you cannot be 0-2 before most teams haven't played their second game yet. You can't right about do that. that. I th- and I think the Cowboys have a good chance to be 0-2 playing in L.A. against the Chargers Sunday. And yet they were impressive against the Bucs. They were a, would be a different 0 2 than a Correct. Boy, look at her playing. Stink on you're ice. right, but at the end of the day, if you're 0 2, you're 0 2. You are who we thought you were. Because not for nothing, you're you're talking about your own argument against the Giant fan. They would say, yeah, they were only whatever they were, but they played good games and they were a lot more impressive than. But at the end of the day, they were seven and nine, right? Seven and nine. Right. Yeah, not great. So the Cowboys lose Sunday. They're still 0 2. You're right, Jerry. The Cowboys have a chance to go out one too because the Chargers. I, I love the Chargers. I do agree with you. Some zero and two teams look different than others. Yeah, but you are still zero and two. Yes, right. I know you're a Charger fan. Now. I like the Chargers. I mean, you're basically like, an NFL fan. I might go. I really, what I should do is just root for a division. I'm going to root for the AFC West: Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders. I'm going to get you a shirt. I root for two teams: <laughs> the, the Raiders and whoever is playing the Giants. <laughs> I root for two teams. They're different every year, but <laughs> still two teams every year. Look at year. this one playing poker. Yeah, what's strange about watching poker on television, they should not be allowed to wear sunglasses. Because part of the of playing poker, Jerry, is that I would read your poker sure, face. Sure, that's true. And when you're putting sunglasses on, I can no longer read your poker face. And, and they're seems wearing not sunglasses fair. indoors. I also don't like when NFL players you hate those shades are the... allowed to wear the shades. What about the mouthpiece? You don't like the mouthpieces either, right? I don't mind the mouthpieces. Oh, even the ones that have the uh, the, the graphics on them. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. So that's okay. It bothers me when players are allowed to wear. Well, it's mostly running backs. Well, because... like and uh, like Jim McMahon when he was quarterback, he used to wear it too. Then you can't see where his eyes are, and that's part of the game. Yeah, well, same with the running backs. I guess it's not a running back coming at you, Jerry, and you can't see which way his eyes are looking. Well, you're not supposed to be looking at his eyes. You're supposed to look at his hips. <laughs> but usually, when the running back lines up. You look at the eyes to see what, what he's, he's looking, looking at, at right. what he's surveying. Right. I think when they're it's... running at full speed, you're looking at his hips. Really? So, Mama, if you were coaching me, Jerry, and I was, let's say, I was going to be a, uh, who would be tackling a running back? A linebacker, back? a linebacker. safety, a cornerback. Let's call me a cornerback because I'm slim yeah. like that. I'm a cornerback, and Zeke Elliott's coming at me. Yeah. 
You tell me that look I should hips. I shouldn't be looking at his eyeballs no. to see where he's which lane he's looking That's for. I got to look at his 35 hips. Thirty-five years ago that I played football in high school. Oh, well, not thirty-five. Thirty something years ago that I played high school football for one year after playing about five years of Pop Warner. Yeah. But every coach, even the volunteer Pop Warner ones, through my freshman coach in high school, that was the drill. Look at the hips. They can shake their head. Their eyes can move. Their hips can't go anywhere. It's like Shakira said, hips don't lie. That, yes, right, right. There you go. We used to do the drill where they would put the two pads down probably three, four yards apart, and then the guy with the ball would start, you know, five yards off that line, and then you would go five yards back, and then you, full contact. And if you weren't looking at the hips, they juke you and right by you. And you look like a, a damn yeah, fool. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And then you end up running laps. I'm looking like a damn fool here, Jerry. Or sprints. The Jaguars, I see. This is interesting. Although they're not there yet. The Jaguars have lost 16 straight if you go back to last year. Well, that that doesn't count. Well, it kind of counts. It's a because, new coach. It's a new quarterback. Right, right. It's a new team. But there is a there are very few teams that have lost 20 in a row. Yeah, I get it. And the Jaguars have four more games to go than they're in the mix there. I like that uh, USC fired their coach and they're already having rumors about Urban Meyer going there. <laughs> He's just got the job with the Jaguars. I I know. I'm just telling you that the rumors are out there already. Really? Yeah. It doesn't mean he's going anywhere, but people are already starting to put that out there that you never know. Why would USC have not fired that guy before the season started? That's Uh, I don't know. Eddie can answer this. Uh, Maybe they were expected to be good and they've lost their first couple of games. I don't know. How many games could they have played already? Just two? Two. They're 0-2. And I guess they got destroyed on Saturday. Really? Looking to fire At home to Stanford, who's not great this year. Uh And who did Florida State lose to? They lost to Jacksonville State. Isn't that something? Yeah, I don't like that. Think about Florida State, what they were. The Florida schools should all be good. University of Florida. Miami's Florida good this State, year, right? Miami. They're a top twenty team. Miami. Well, they lost. They got killed by. Uh, I know that, but they, weren't they number thirteen going into that yeah, game? Yeah, and then they barely beat uh, App State. I, that, right. All I was asking was they were a top twenty team. Yeah. Okay. And at that game, the Appalachian State game, uh, a cat fell from yeah, like so an what actual was that cat. Story? There was a cat in the upper deck, and they caught it with the American flag. Yeah, the cat was dangling from the upper deck. People below on the they do, lower I, I level. I agree. People below. That's true. Below. Oh. They had they bring their American flag to the game yeah. to wave it around. Well, especially this weekend. So they used the flag as a like a a trampoline type thing yeah, to sure. catch the cat. And they caught the cat. Did they did someone bring the cat in or the cat this was a random cat that found its way into the stadium? We think it was a random cat that found its way into the stadium. You know, wow. cats love to be in stadiums. They run around Yankee Stadium all the time. Well it's happened a few times, yes. But as our um, uh, head man here, Spike Eskin, had uh, tweeted, like, what happened to the cat? There's I hope nothing, someone adopts it. There's nothing in any of the stories as to where the cat went after it I'm landed sure on this flag. It ends up in some shelter and someone adopts the cat. I don't think there's any question about that. What do you think they're doing with the cat? I don't know. They're not destroying but, it. No, no, no. But maybe it ran. Maybe once it landed, it very ran possible. out. That is very possible. But the people who caught the cat said that the cat had urinated all over the crowd. I was probably afraid. Yes. Like, you know, you do when you see random strangers at 3 o'clock in the morning when you're walking the dog, right down your leg. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's adopting me, Jerry. No, Well, no. A matter of fact, more people are trying to disown you. Trying to dis- <laughs> trying to get me out of there. 100% panicked and made in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he was referencing hell. All right, let's take one final break. We'll get Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. Very quick morning here so far. Uh, It is an Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence talking about the Monday night game. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. Mets lost, Yankees much-needed win, and the Raiders, they come from behind win over the Ravens last night on Monday Night Football. A very exciting game, Jerry, in the fourth quarter. I would say ten minutes left in the game is when that game got Got interesting. So was that, like 1 a.m.? I was far asleep. Yeah, and then uh, the overtime. The Raiders are 1-0. I did see that Vlad Guerrero Jr., Jerry. Number 45. Yeah, he hit his 45th. which pretty uh, good. <laughs> passed Shohei Otani. Yeah. And also and his dad, right? Yeah, also passed the more more home runs than his dad ever hit in a season. Do you remember back in the day, and I know you didn't listen to the station when you were younger, but do you remember at all the way Met fans were dying to get Vlad Guerrero I Jr.? I do not. Yeah. Oh, Jr. They I mean, wanted Jr. 
no, or a senior. I, I did that. I have. Yes. They wanted senior. Back in the day when he was with the Expos, yeah. that was the guy you had to get. Well, I loved the Expos. Never got him. That's a cool hat. You what see? was Gee, what was the thing? His bat. I'm sorry. You, I cut off your hat. <laughs> it's very important, Jerry. What is he saying about this? Well, they were Guerrero? worried about his back, right? Is that yeah. why they didn't want to sign him? That was the big the thing. Met fans wanted him before he went to the Angels. It's a big deal. Yeah. Home runs, the arm, the whole thing. Five-tool player. He was. And then when he went to the Angels, did his back hold up or were Mets fans I think fans for the most right? part it did. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look. I don't remember, but I think for the most part it did. Do you think in other cities, like I know the Mets fans and the Yankees fans, whenever anyone becomes available, they're go like, get them. Get them. Why don't we have them? Do you think I, they yeah, do that I in think, like Milwaukee? I think you go. Um, Milwaukee sports talk. I think you've got sports fans like that everywhere. Yeah. But I do think certain fans are conditioned to the habits of their ownership. Well, the Yankees, for sure, from all those yes. years when they would go get Let's everybody. put it this way. The Rays are not like, go get them. <laughs> the Rays are like, at what point are we getting rid of this guy? Right. And bringing up the next prospect. Because that's the way they do business. And they have no fans anyway. Yeah. But you get the point. I think I think the different fan bases look at their teams differently based on how they react. WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York, and Odyssey Station. The fan is on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa. Okay, Google. Hey, Siri. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN.